On November 10th, Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson reunite on the big screen as Captain Marvel and Nick Fury to assemble the MCU's next team, the Marvels. After Captain Marvel gets her powers entangled with teenage superhero Miss Marvel and Captain Monica Rambeau, the three heroes will learn teaming up changes everything. Don't miss Captain Marvel's return November 10th in the Marvels, only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Get your tickets now. Max, the one to watch for the best in entertainment, now has live sports with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Stream hundreds of select live games from MLB, NBA, NHL, U.S. Soccer, and NCAA Men's March Madness. And it's all included for a limited time with any Max subscription. After the promo period, add it for $9.99 a month. Base subscription required. You are now listening to Femregard Podcast with Tessa Markle and Carolina Alvarez. Mmm, Fem. Hey listeners, want to start your own podcast? Let us tell you our favorite tool. Anchor is the one-stop shop for all your podcasting needs. Here's why. Anchor lets you record and edit your show right from your phone or computer. So no matter your setup, you can start creating right now. Then it distributes your show to the most popular listening platforms like Apple and Spotify. Plus, it's the only place you can send video content to Spotify. Creators can even earn money on Anchor with ads and subscriptions. Best of all, it's all free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, fam fam, it's your girls, Tessa and Carolina. Hi. Um, I always like to every now and then throughout the seasons welcome any new listeners. If you don't know who we are yet, we are Femme Regard. We are a two-woman run production company. And we started this podcast because we just really wanted to share our experiences, our stories, of course, build our audience, but really like give something back as well, you know, and we have learned so much from all the guests that we bring on, and we hope you guys have as well, because it's just been not only educational, but super inspiring. And today's oh. guest, um, I loved where the conversation went. You know, it wasn't just, here's my story and my journey. Like, it was all about, like, how you have to have a certain mindset to be able to survive in this industry. And it's just, it's such a great episode. You guys will see. It's very inspiring. And said guest is Raquel Gardner, who we met through Kat Guerin, who was on our last season. If you remember, she talked about Elisa's Almost 30, and Raquel actually directed that. So that was an awesome connection. That's another thing that this podcast has really given us is just amazing connections. Um, But Raquel does everything. (laughs) She's an actor. She's been an actor for years. She's also an acting teacher and coach now director as well. I mean, she does it all. She is just a wealth of knowledge. And she also runs the Actors Mark. If you guys haven't heard of this um, of this class and this community, it she really, again, preaches mindset and approaches acting classes in a different way. And she's going to tell you guys about the course that she's working on near the end of this episode. And it sounds amazing, especially for brand new actors or actors new to LA. Like, you're going to learn like everything you need to know. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, we, we can tell she's really um, thought it through, like all the little details on. So you don't feel like, okay, I've invested myself in this course and I can't do X, Y, Z for X, Y, Z reasons, whether it's money, whatever, um, or I'm not there yet in my career. Like she's really thought it through to give you guys like an array of, of steps that you can take to get to your end goal. Yeah. And I think she just overall such a lovely, authentic human that we could just like, yeah, our conversation just flows. You'll, yeah. you'll hear, we could literally talk all day with her yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about the industry, our journeys. We, we get very personal and, and how, and real, which just and honest, which is what we always strive to be on the show is just share literally our day to day lives where we're at. Like Tess and I are some hustling gals over here at the FemRegard team. It's just us. We do it all. And, you know, there is a balance yeah. that we are always working hard at. It's not something that we master in one day, year. We've started in 2018 officially, and I'm so proud of us, babes. Me we're too. Ready, we're ready to do our first feature, and, and we're just so excited. So I, I hope you guys learn a little bit more about us. I think you do learn a little bit more about mm -hmm. us in this episode as well. So without further ado, Miss Raquel I had to do my first pitch deck um, for, well, I mean, I did, <laughs> it's really funny. I learned a lot about pitch decks with these projects that I have a shopping agreement now with this company. I was like, oh, I have a pitch deck. Me and my um, girlfriend one day, I created it on Canva. And I was like, oh, yeah, I have a really great pitch deck. And and they were like, oh, okay, uh, that's a, all right. You know, it's like I just went and like put stuff in. And yeah. she was like, listen, we really love the idea for your show. We think it's amazing. We have to redo the deck. Mm. And I was like, okay what are you looking for? And she's like, I want sexy. I want provocative. I want this. I want that. So I just like, for like six days straight, I was locked in. I mean, I learned how to be a graphic designer. I was like, this is, yep. I mean, like I was layering things. Girl, and, I'm a Canva, I'm like, a Canva queen by now. Like <laughs> oh I it was night and day. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's night and day. But it's empowering that you like don't have to hire some other company. A lot of people do for for those kinds of decks, and right. like you now that that skill goes for all your social media promos. Like I love Canva so much, I can do it so quick. Like for all of our podcasting, not now these decks. I mean, I've been using Canva like, for like four years, five five years, just for little stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. But it, such a great app it's such a great or it's just a great platform for people to play around with and now did you know that you can actually um like build your courses in the app because they have a place where you can create a slide and then film yourself in like the little circle oh that's so that awesome. it goes wow yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah. So there's like all kinds of new stuff that, I mean, I can't keep up. Can you guys keep up? There's so much new stuff coming out in these, on these platforms. Uh, Carolina does it all for us because I, like, I can't, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I, I, I don't have a huge capacity to do all that too. It's like, it's a struggle for me, like, especially with social media. Sometimes I'm on it. And I can just come up with the content and put it together. Yeah. Other days I stare at my phone. I'm like, I have no fucking idea what to put on there. Yeah. 
Yeah. I just have to put it down. I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah. For me, it just, I get frustrated because I'm like, it's distracting me from revising my script again and like looking those details over that I think truly matter. But then like my boyfriend, I talk about like almost every day, um, the TikTok, (laughs) he's just like you, but who's going to watch it? Who's, who's going to, I'm like, you're right. I know. Like we need the audience. That's otherwise then you do strategizing though, to be like, I was talking to this guy. I, I played golf and I was playing golf on Sunday with my friends and we were paired up with these two guys And this one guy, this is what he does. He helps social media pages that have a million plus followers Mm -hmm. monetize their pages. And I said to him, if you could give me just one tip, like, I'm not going to pick your brain right now. You're playing golf. I know you don't hear this, but just give me one tip, just one tip. And it's basically what we know already. But he said, you got to find the one niche you gotta, you gotta focus on the one thing. And even within your business, even if it's broad, what's the one thing that people keep asking you or people like go through and like, what do people like on your page? And then go through other pages that are doing this similar thing you are and see what the successful ones are, you know, what are they promoting? What's getting likes? He goes, and then you're not copying them, but you're just bringing in your own version of it and you just keep hammering that mm-hmm. and it'll yeah. really build the audience that you need for what you need yeah that's I mean, no that's great advice my, my boyfriend does that for his he's a music producer and with like TikToks, he's that's exactly what he does he goes on other like sees which tiktoks are doing really well and then makes the same kind of content but with his brand and his music and sound and like it work. It does work. Like he's a very good following on that, and I'm like the content creator that I can't make viral <laughs> TikTok. And I'm like, listen, I have uh, 53 followers on TikTok. I'm not really doing very well. <laughs> but I think that's he, like part of it too is like finding the platform that works for you too, because it's like, yeah, TikTok is the new hot thing, but that doesn't mean it has to be your thing, you know. It's not. Yeah, it, I I agree. But then he's like, his point is, well, the al- it's the only place that you don't have to fight an algorithm for. Like the the virality just comes so organically. Because I am noticing on Instagram, I'm like, I'm getting no attention, like as much as I used to. And I think there's just more. There's some shit going on there. I need <laughs> to assess so, that. Have you guys seen the social dilemma and all that? Well, that's who we want to contact yeah. Contact for our film. We want to contact Tristan Harris and his organization oh to back the message of our film because it's it's insane. It's all about, you know, being super addictive, the psychology behind that. And every every app is actually outperforming. They're against each other. Which one can we be more t- addictive to even like Netflix, Hulu with the countdowns? I you notice know. they're all doing no. that. No. It's just keep it going. Keep you on there, which... Um, yeah, I mean, that was, that was such a fascinating documentary. And so was the big, the great hack or the big hack or was the other one. Yeah. I think that was all about Facebook during the whole Trump campaign with that woman. That was, I mean, those two like opened up my eyes to what's really going on. And I like, I'm very strategic about social media. I do not 
I, I'm, I have very limited time on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't, I force myself. I don't get lost. My girlfriend will get lost on TikTok for like an hour. And I'm like, how do you do that? I just get, first of all, it doesn't I, make not on it because I can't. Well, it doesn't make me feel good because every time I'm looking at something, I'm like, I want that. I want to go there. I want to do that. I want to do that. <laughs> this is really ridiculous because right now I'm here and I want that. It's not making me feel good. Right. So let me go do something that's going to help me get that so that I don't have to worry about wanting it. Yeah. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? Like, Just being present and, and appreciating your own life versus having this constantly, yeah, compare yeah, I see it too. I feel the same way. Yeah, it doesn't. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. here's this other and then, girl. And then, like and then the other token is so relevant for like growing our business. I mean, I get a lot of people that, you know, reach out to me from Instagram because I'm posting, yeah. you know, and my actors mark for my coaching and stuff. And so it's like, it's a two-edged sword for me. Yeah. Well, let's let's dive into the actor's mark. We're going to just hop into it today. Our fam can like go on this journey with yeah. us because I think I think these kinds of conversations we're really passionate about. Anyways. And, and I think it's a lot of conversations that people are men and women are going through right now. Yes. How do we absolutely. navigate through this new world that we're in with technology? And yeah, how do we it, do it? How to and and when you have a business, you have a brand that you want to build. It is like you can't in this day and age you can't live without it. But yeah. then it's that double edged sword where we have to like be really, you know, protective over our own. I have some brand. I have some opinions about that when it comes to it as an actor, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you guys too, because now we're in this day and age where. I mean, I'm 52, so I started acting when I was 19 when there was no social media, there was no phones, there was nothing, you know, you were getting your breakdowns on a fax machine. (laughs) And, you know, now (laughs) you're like, you're losing a job to somebody that's never acted a day in their life, but they've got a million followers on TikTok. And you're like, fuck is going on here? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying they're not just as talented, but it's like, what, where is, where's what the, val- where's the value that we're putting the in, value that, right? in what, and now like, I don't know, I know people yeah. who are actresses, right? Yes. Do you guys do commercials as well? I do. Yeah. She does. Um, I mean, I am I, I, like, I'm a huge commercial actor. I've done a ton of commercials. I have, it has been like crickets for a year Yeah. since the pandemic. I mean, I had like in the last five years I think I had like 15 commercials running and then right when the pandemic hit it like stopped and now all the commercials are non-union yeah and so cheap yeah and a lot of them are like the user generated content too so it's like not only are you barely getting paid you have to film it all yourself at your home like that and it's like families or couples and we want real couples and and I get it this is where the industry is going but I'm not doing a Cadillac commercial for a thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> no. Are well, you kidding? That's what's out there. I that's just saw what's Target. out there. Yeah. I just saw a Target commercial. Target commercial, five hundred usage, thousand dollar buyout. I was like, Are you kidding? What? I mean, seriously. Yeah. It's insane. Well, I wonder if their advertising dollars is moving all to social media platforms versus like the commercial TV. Like again, where where 
Netflix show zero ads, right. you know, it's, yeah. it's, I wonder if they're losing their business. And so sure. I'm and, sure. And it's just like, it all comes down to where the media is going. And that's why as, as annoying and frustrating as it is, as an actor, like to see that happening, you well, you're, you're going to lose money if you don't find a way to adapt. And like, yeah, I think I mean, maybe it is doing more user generated content, but building yourself a brand where you're like, no, I'm trying, you, you want to hire me? This is my rate. Cause this is what I'm worth. This is the audience, yeah. the work I bring in. And it's like a different way but, to be an actor now, yeah. which is. And I also tell, tell clients like actors that I coach and stuff, be very aware. Like a lot of actors that are doing commercial work and, and that type of work don't realize if, if it doesn't have a conflict, make that extra $2,000. You, you're doing a small brand that has no conflict with somebody else. It's about really understanding like what products are out there, what's going to create a conflict mm. for you, what you would not be able, you know, because if you do a Cadillac commercial for $1,000, you can't go and do a Lexus commercial and get paid SAG, your residuals in a SAG scale. Right. Because you're under, you know, you're in a conflict now. And if they know that, it's going to cause a huge ruckus, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I always just say, just be careful what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, you know, and save jobs for the big brands. Yeah. You know, the jobs. And it goes back to like, we've had conversations about the union and stuff. And I remember I did a, a workshop with Stuart Stone and he's commercial casting oh, director Stuart. and yeah, he's awesome. But like, I've known Stuart for, since I was 20. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He was awesome. His workshop was awesome. But there was a moment of total like, oh, fuck. Because he was like, you know, the problem is all of these brands are doing these non-union commercials because they know they can get away with it. They know there's going to be actors that do it. And he's like, you guys are kind of screwing yourselves over by taking it because you just keep telling them and showing them that they can get away with it, you know? So but we need to make money. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. such a double-edged sword. So yeah. What are we supposed to do? Because you get these casting directors that are doing all the side commercials and they're just bringing the same people in over and over and over and over again. So how are the, how are we supposed to get that opportunity? Or the A-list celebs just take yeah. it. And, the, and now because of the pandemic, a lot of celebrities. I've seen it. Commercials. I was just like, what's going on? It's like celebrity after celebrity on all these commercials. Because my first thought is like, this sucks for like any commercially working actor who really needs that slot. Yeah. yeah. You, would <laughs> yeah. Never, you would never see that back in the day. Yeah. First of all, back in like in the 90s and the early 2000s, you would never even see a film actor do a TV series. Yeah. They might do a mini series on HBO and right. make a guest appearance, but they would never lock themselves into a series because mm -hmm. they were a film actor. Yeah. And so I you're remember that. Yeah. And now Julia Roberts is on Gaslit. Yeah. And, yeah. and they're huge. You know what I mean? And yeah, Michelle yeah, Pfeiffer yeah. and all, you know, all these people are now because they're realizing, wow, you know, I can probably do something really, really awesome, make some good money. And I don't really have to go anywhere or I don't have to do, you know, right. it's probably security for them too. I don't know. I mean, it's, I'm adapting with the industry. I don't want to sound like a bad talker or negative talker. I'm adapting with it. I love this business. There's so many amazing, amazing opportunities. And look, you get to meet really amazing women and men and right. talented people and creative types. It's like, 
it's just a, it's just adapting it's learning to adapt and for me it's been a it's been a spiritual journey for me like an internal journey to like find what it is within me that's keeping me stubborn mm-hmm. and what it is within me that's not letting me just flow with it and then learning to open up that area so that I do flow cuz cuz I believe that you're you're only you know, when you're not flowing, your creativity is just hitting something. It's just, it's not able to like blossom into what it's supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're you're keeping yourself focused on the wrong things, the wrong movement, you know? And like, that's been a huge thing for me right now. Yeah. I'm writing writing a book for actors, the spirit of the actor. Oh, I love that. I love that. I was just going to say for, I'm sure our listeners can resonate whether they're an actor, director, writer, because it's all affecting everyone in this business. So in that, in that journey at what you've discovered so far, what, because it, it, I think a lot of times the first barrier to entry in anything is ourselves. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm hearing from you. So to give yourself permission almost to like, be like, okay, I'm not a TikToker. I'm not this, this whatever, but you can still be authentic to you to make that journey work. So is there something that you've just like, is it just giving yourself permission? Like what has helped you kind of navigate that? Cause that is, that is a lifelong journey. Yeah. I think for all of us to like, kind of go through, right. Does it? It's just I mean, like, honestly, I, I'll give you a few things, but this is a conversation I could have for hours. <laughs> yeah. We'll just, if, we'll we're talking 30 years of plus years. I mean, of understanding and, and, and going through so much in the industry and going through so many transitions in the industry. I mean, I, you know, was a young actor and geez, I was 19 here, moved by myself, 1989. And I did everything. Oh my God. I love your throwback posts. Um, look, she's a, she's a model. She's an actress. She's on all the show. You had, you were dancing with Someone from Fred, Matt LeBlanc, the other day, you post a video and I was dying. I was like, oh, <laughs> it was amazing. Your dancing abilities, both of you. Oh, uh, well, we, so we definitely had uh, rehearsals for that. <laughs> that was a really fun. That was right before he got friends. And that was such a great opportunity to work with him. And I mean, it was uh, I find these things on my phone, you know, or on my computer and I'm like, okay, I'll just post that. It's fun. You, absolutely. Yeah. It's, no, but it's, like, it's like, I, I, it's, it's only if I'm like, what do I say? Unconsciously looking for something else. And I'm like, oh, what? I got to post that. Yeah. What's, why don't I post that? You know, but um, what I have to say to actors and to any creative type out there, really to anybody out there, it's like not even, it's not even pigeonholing actors, but I think it's understanding your, and this sounds a little hokey, but it's understanding your self-esteem. It's building a self-esteem within you, a strong self-esteem and understanding what makes you tick and what you like and what you don't like. And just follow your instincts Mm -hmm. and, and, and build your intuition. Because as actors, if you don't have all this stuff, you're chasing that carrot like all the time. And I, it's the first thing I teach anybody that comes into my classroom or into private coaching with me is like, how do you feel about yourself? What's Mm -hmm. going on with you personally? Because we need to tackle that first because I just coached, um, an actress for a really big role 
um, uh, yesterday and like last week, we've been working on it for the last couple of days. And she's like, you know, I've been in all these acting classes and this is what's so different about you is you're not just an acting coach. You're an acting coach and you're a life coach. Mm -hmm. And no one realizes that that is just as important as being an acting coach because we're actors coming out here, leaving families, leaving, you know, all of our loved ones behind coming and starting a life out here or New York or Atlanta or Miami. And we're just like, maybe we don't know anything about it, but we have this dream in our heart and we're like, what do we do? What do I do? Yeah. Well, the first thing you have to do is understand who you are, what you like, what turns you on, what excites you and what do you want to do? Like specific, specify it, get personal with yourself and don't be afraid to stand up for yourself because there's a lot of unconscious bullies in this business and they're not doing it on purpose. They don't know, but even agent managers and producers and casting directors, they don't realize what they're doing because they're not on our end of it. And it's hard sometimes because you do want to be liked and you do want to get the job and you do want to portray that you're loving what you're doing and all, but, but then you go, well, wait a minute, if I make a choice and I commit to that choice for myself, what if they don't like it? So then you kind of are like in this middle area where you're like, well, I'm not really going to commit to that. I'll maybe commit to it like 75% and then leave a little open to see what they like. And if you look on YouTube and you start researching casting directors, they'll all say the same thing. What draws me to somebody is their commitment to their choice, mm-hmm. to, to, to have an opinion and to commit to it. Yeah. And it could be completely wrong. I mean, and I, I have a story like that with Nancy Nair, who's a big casting director. Mm-hmm. Um, and I auditioned for this movie with Jennifer Lopez and, it was like a cameo role, but it was two scenes. And I played the lead's mother. And I like this was the scene where me and my husband are in the car and where I'm guessing we're arguing about him hitting on this girl. And so I'm feeling really jealous and I'm feeling really like, well, you shouldn't have been talking to her. And, you know, why were you doing that? Why were you having a drink with her? And I thought I was jealous and upset. And so that's how I played it. I committed to that. I decided on that choice. She was like, Raquel, that was so great that you, you know, committed to that, but that's completely wrong. Mm. They're swingers. Now they didn't tell me this. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) We didn't, I didn't know. Right. She's like, they're total swingers. They do this all the time. She's joking with him in the car. It's like a really fun situation and you're not (laughs) mad at all. In fact, you were at, you're going to probably ask him, why didn't you bring her home with us? And I was like, well, that changes everything. Yeah. So she let me go outside and work on it for like 10 minutes. I asked, this is another thing actors need to do is they need to ask. Mm -hmm. They need to, to say, I teach actors to completely empower themselves and stand up for themselves. And, and, and this is who I am. And I need 10 minutes. If you're not willing to give it to me, okay, well then I will do the best I can or walk away. Yeah. You got to stand up for yourself and not be so, um, you know, addicted to needing this validation from right. everybody. Yeah. I love that. You yeah. need validation. You need to show Make yourself the world. and the work. 
seriously. Show the world who you are. Yeah. And, and by that, it's whatever you want it to be. So I, I went out, I worked, I came back in. She had me do it a couple of times. I left. She was like, thank you. I walked out. I walked downstairs. I went to my car. She chased me to my car. I'm not <laughs> kidding you. First time that ever happened in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like Raquel, Raquel. I was like turning around. I'm like, oh my God, it's actually Nancy. I'm like, yeah. She's like, come back. I want you to do it one more time. I have an idea. And I did it. And I ended up booking the role. And I went in there with the completely wrong interpretation. Yeah. So I love telling that story. Obviously, not to toot my own horn, but to tell actors, just commit to what you're doing and believe in it. Yeah. And everything's right. going to work out for you. But if you're trying to be liked by people or perfectionism, that's another thing I, my actors are struggling with right now is, well, I need everything to be perfect, you know, and all this self-taping has just created this OCDism in everybody feeling yeah. like they need to be perfect. And I'm like, just focus on the work. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I got to move here and I got to do this and I got to make this sound. And I, I said, just focus on the work. Yeah. I don't need to do all that stuff. They'll teach you yeah. all that stuff. And especially like, in, honestly, yeah, especially in an industry where it's like, you're constantly being rejected every day, you know, and you're auditioning way more than you're ever actually like filming, you know? So it's, yeah, you have to have that self-empowerment and, stick yeah. up for stick up for yourself and for your choices you know because you can't just Absolutely. you can't just be pleasing everyone when nobody's ever going to be pleased most of the time anyway regardless they're not it's and it's out of your control so yeah. one thing I did have my actors write and anybody that's watching the show um and this is good for everybody it's not just actors but actors it really benefited from this in my class I said I want you to take some time. And I always do this in the beginning of my class. I, I like really get into their, like, how are they feeling about themselves? How are they feeling about their work? Maybe we need to talk a little bit about the business of acting. I, I, I want them to feel empowered walking into their scene work. Mm -hmm. So I said, I want you to write down everything that's within your control in this industry. Yeah. For you. What's within your control? Sit down. Take 10 minutes, write it down. Now, next to it, I want you to write down everything that's out of your control. What's out of your control? You know, um, the casting director choosing you for the, for the job or the director is out of your control. Whether they like you or not is out of your control. Yeah. Uh, whether you're going to get called in for an audition or not is out of your control. You know, whether that agent's going to sign you is out of your control. But what's yeah. within your control is how professional I am, how prepared I am, how on time I am, how I bring my authenticity to the role, how unique I allow myself to be. You know, these are like things that actors can do and, and other creative types to just see what's in front of them. And people are like, oh, okay. Especially a lot of like younger people mm -hmm. don't write stuff down. Yeah. They just keep it in their phone. I'm like, you you got to write it down. Some stuff just needs to be written down so that you can look at it. Yeah. And you look at it right there. Yeah. You can look at it on your phone, but then you click it off and it's gone, mm -hmm. but you write it. And now you're doing a second, you know, you're right. thinking about it and you're writing it and now you're looking at it and you're like, Oh, wow. And it'll just make you think. Yeah. Like this is, I tell everybody to read. 
Six Pillars of Self-Esteem. Okay. It's not an easy read. Yeah. But it talks about like self-acceptance, self-respect, self-empowerment. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a great book for that, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Who, who I, something, that? And, and something just uh, speaking of the younger generation, <laughs> um, something that I sparked up in my mind the other day that I, I wanted to highlight on the show at some point, and this is just the perfect moment, is that in your early 20s, there is still so much like self-discovery and who you even are as a person. And that doesn't stop there by any means. Like I'm, I'm almost 30 and it's like, I, I do feel finally I'm at a point in my life where I am really confident in who I am, what I like, like, like what I'm passionate about, where I'm going. But that, that took a lot of my earlier twenties to now to like understand my role in this industry. So for those listening who are like, okay, yeah, what's in my control? Well, you know what? It is a journey. If you still feel like you don't know a hundred percent of like where you want to go. But I think your point is start just starting to commit to different things. You'll, you'll get there. So I think, I mean, I'm still on a journey. Yeah. Yeah. It's always going to be a journey, but if you allow the journey to be exciting and like, I know sometimes it can be hard. Trust me. I've been there. Listen, I've signed the contract at a screen test multiple times where I could, it would change my life and I didn't get it. Yeah. So I know the feeling of going back six times and, you know, doing, I mean, it's happened multiple times in my life where I've been let down or I've wanted something. Or, you know, used to go into auditions and I would just be so nervous because I, all this stuff that I'm telling you is stuff I've actually been through in my life and learned. And, and I think what I'm at a place now where, you know, I'm finally at this place where I'm like, I'm not nervous when I audition. Yeah. You bring me in a room of eight people. I don't care. It's the network heads. I don't care if it's the head of MBA. Yeah. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Hi, nice to meet you. I'm still going to do what I do. Now there's more pressure, but I'm still going to be myself and do what I do yeah. because I think I've, I've earned that in my life. And I also Absolutely. worked really hard to get there. Yeah. Absolutely. It's always the journey. Like I, I mean, most of the actors I coach are in their 20s and 30s and they're Mm -hmm. just adorable. And I know you guys are going through that journey of self-discovery and it's, but maybe focus on what's so great about it instead of what's so not great about it. Yeah, I think that's really important. And I think too, like along the journey of self-discovery, there's also the journey of like, what you want is going to change too, you know, like I remember like when I first started and, you know, people were like, well, what's your goal? Like, are you, you do want to be famous? And I was like, no, I, I just want to be a working actor that like, that's my job. Like I pay my bills with my acting and now like, it's more like, I just want to work. Like whether it's, whether it's paying off my bills, like I just want to be working. I want to be acting, you know, and that's, what's more important to me. So that's something too. amazing that you're doing this yeah that you guys are podcasting that you guys are creating your own stuff because now you're taking it in your own hands and you're saying I am on my own terms yeah right exactly and that's been the journey for um, myself in like where I fall I was just like you know what like 
I I love this has been such an empowering tool having a podcast premiere and content that now yeah if I get asked to like audition like to your point someone's role I don't feel that pressure it's like you want <laughs> I've been through so much I could cry on the spot exactly I can just tap in because I'm not focused on the other stuff it's yeah. just like all here it's yeah. all here yeah. and like that I think if anyone's listening doesn't mean okay like because you know some people do, can't get to creating their own work to the entire and I'm not saying but for me I did find it to like what Tess is saying too it's just like and you it's it's been such an empowerment that I just feel like I I feel fulfilled and I am I'm, I that is who I am now like yeah. that is how I feel about like I work. think if I could give actors a really good piece of advice it would be you know this world is full of things that we want and things that we don't want. I mean, I'm like a huge Abraham Hicks fan. I love Abraham Hicks. She's like this crazy lady that like channels this, like whatever. I don't, it's just an energy people are going to think. But what I get from her is there has to be contrast in this world for us to know what we want and for us how to go after what we want. So if, we're so busy looking at what is, and we're not focusing our energy on what we do believe to be, right? And I'm just going to use the, you guys in as, as an example with your project. You have this amazing project that you guys have dove into, you've written, you know, you've rewritten it, you've gone over it again, you've created the deck, you've created the Bible, whatever it is, you, you've built this whole thing, and now you're you're invested in it, and you're believing in it, and now you're visualizing what you want it to be right you want it to be a feature film that catapults you guys and that pulls you guys up on the map and and gives you guys credibility in the business right that's amazing that's so like wow right and there's going to be stuff like coming along the way that's you know contrasting that's coming at you like oh crap how are we going to get this money Mm -hmm. so it's like my advice to actors is if you stop at that and you let that affect you in a negative way, because it's not negative. Even what's happening with the financials right now, it's not right, negative right. on point. But you just keep your eye on the prize the whole time. Keep building the visualization of what you want this to be. Keep putting in more and more specifications of what it is, yeah. you know, and you keep that moving, that momentum moving forward to that. And these little things that come in the way are just opportunities Mm -hmm. for you guys to grow and learn more. The same with actors. So I say actors, this whole entire journey, you're never going to get to a place, or at least in my whole experience, where you're going to be satisfied and you're going to go, oh, that's it. That's all I wanted. Now I'm going to have a family and I'm going to quit acting. You're constantly going to be journeying through your life and learning and discovering. So why not go, you know what? I'm going to make a conscious choice to one, learn about myself and to two, know that no matter what comes in my way, whether good or bad, I don't even call it bad, but I have to say that, na- that word because that's how they connect. 
I'm still going to trust that it's all working to get me where I want to go. Yeah. Which, which is, you know, it's true. Yeah. And it, it, I, no, it is yeah. true. It absolutely is. Um, I, I have an example I could share. Uh, yeah. The past two years. I've been unemployed and like just working contract to contract on production jobs. I was nannying, doing like really doing what is the creative hustle life? Like when you're not really looking at it, but um, I really wanted a, to, to find a position of where I'm, I'm working on my professional career at the same time and giving me the funds to really like survive and, and hopefully put into my project as well. Cause that's, yeah. that's the, uh, I mean, it's the minus side is having less time and flexibility, but the plus side is the mental <laughs> freedom of like, I'm financially stable. I can invest in my project more as a producer here and hopefully grow in whatever position I'm placed in. Right. I went through countless of ad agency projects that got me really good at pitch decks too on Canva <laughs> and all of that like different and it right. was all a, a, a double edged or not double edged a catch 22 with them they were like love you love your experience and I have all this production experience but like you haven't worked at an ad agency before and like no one I'm like this is a starter position I'm pretty sure <laughs> and then I would get but then I would get called up for these higher up positions because I have yeah. also five plus years in project management full-time so I'm like yeah, like someone and it like was just so, take a chance yeah exactly but I kept and there were times like Tessa knows like I just want to scream I'm like I'm like dying because <laughs> I'm like constantly yeah. pitching it's yeah. like all this energy but I was like you know the plus sides is I'm getting to really know how to present myself to anyone when it comes in like I walk into a room I know exactly how to speak on my experience and my skills right. I'm confident, even though I'm getting rejected every time. Yeah. <laughs> like at the but, end of it. But is it, but is it rejection? Exactly. That's or how I started to look at it. The right position is finding its way to you. And if you, if, if that, that's just the universe or God or whoever having your back. Yeah. And, and so just two weeks ago, I finally landed a, a position uh, in the industry so no, I'm not doing that agency, which I didn't, of course, I'm not passionate about right. that, but in the industry where I'm working on feature films and like have, have hopefully, and this is the thing, I know it's scary because here we are, we're about to fundraise, which you know, it's a whole big thing. Well, but be like, careful what you're claiming with that. But, and that's the thing. I'm like, okay, that's the negative. That's right. the negative energy that and that that's around. change that. I'm like, it's all serving me. It's all yep. going to serve me to I get mean, to look where at, we that's are. That's a perfect example. You just, you know, if you would have got one of those jobs at some ad agency, you would have been probably miserable and you probably would have stuck it out because the money was good and you would have been tired and exhausted and probably it would have been suffering. You know, your creativity would have been suffering and now you're working on films. You're learning about making films, which is what you guys want to do is make a film. Yeah, exactly. It's so amazing. I'm just like, this is amazing. <laughs> I thought I stuck it. And of course, guys, it always happens at the very last second because <laughs> I was losing my nannying gig. I was like, oh, that I literally it happened. I'm in the middle of travel this month. Like I said, it's been crazy. I have my best friend's wedding. And so I'm just traveling constantly back and forth. Yeah. 
from the East Coast. And I was just like, okay, these plane tickets are expensive. Like, my bills are, I'm losing this. Like, you know. Hey, Fem Fam, have you heard us raving about Jambox yet? Because let me tell you, it's such an amazing tool for filmmakers, podcasters, advertisers, and anyone who needs music for their projects. Jambox.io is so versatile. They've got songs and sound effects organized by artist, genre, mood, and tags. And they're actually affordable. For as little as $9.99 a month for independent creators, $6 a month for students, or $19.99 a song, you can choose whether a subscription-based membership or a la carte pricing works better for you. And they're flexible. For individual creators, to commercial, to advertising, to theatrical release, they've got you covered. Plus, they're constantly growing and evolving. With new songs and playlists all the time and customer service on point, they really do have everything you need. We've been working with them for a while now and couldn't be happier. That's why we have a special coupon code for our listeners. For 10% off your purchase, make sure you enter code FEM10 at checkout. That's FEM, F-E-M-M-E, 10 at jambox.io, where they connect creators with ridiculously good music and sound effects. I mean, I've been there too. And the, the, it's so funny, the pandemic just like hit hard. And I was like, I got super busy. And then I was like, what happened? Mm -hmm. Right. You know, I'm like, oh shit. I like need to hustle. Yeah. I, I have to really go after it, but you know, the industry, I mean, it's like, you just have to surrender. Mm Mm-hmm. You gotta surrender. I mean, That's I'm a good word for it. I just I was like surrender that. and trust because it's have, not like I mean, because we're worrying about it and it's not getting us anywhere. Right. Exactly. You know, exactly. and I just I know for me, I'm I'm changing that trajectory in myself because I used to be a huge worry wart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I worried about everything. I worried about you know what could not happen or this or that. And I was just like, you know what? No more. I, it doesn't serve me anymore. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I, I like to empower my students and the people that I work with because most of them are like 20 years younger than me. And I'm learning this now. And I'm like, listen, even if you take 1% of what I say to you and you apply it, I wish I had somebody at your age to tell me these things so that I didn't have to go through all the bullshit. Yeah. So just, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying, just be aware of it. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Cause once you start the awareness, it starts, you start going, why am I caring what that person thinks? Mm -hmm. I don't need to care what that person thinks. Let me do what I feel is right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think too, like, you know, going back kind of to what you said about like writing down the things that you do have control over and the things that you don't. And in this industry, you know, not only do we face rejection all the time, but everything is constantly changing and there is no right answer for everything. You know, like I, I get so frustrated with a lot of actors that I see in classes that I've taken that like, they just want to know the answer. You know, they'll ask a question that I'm hearing them ask and going, 
I know I don't know everything, but I know that there's no answer to that. Like there is no correct answer, you know? And you want so badly to just say it, but you're like, oh God, I don't want to think I'm- Exactly, exactly. That's when you know it's like a new person to the industry because you learn that very quick. There is no, there is no path other than your path. Yeah. There is no answer then that is right for you. And that's what's so hard about what we do. Yeah. True. And I do believe that for most people, you definitely need training. Mm -hmm. And I am like, some people, there's just some people out there that are prodigies. They don't need it. You know, they just like open their mouth and they can connect. Mm -hmm. But for most, most actors that are coming out here, you know, you really need to get a solid foundation and a technique of what you're doing and how to break down scripts and, and how to perform in front of other people and how to connect to another person on a truthful level and how to listen and how to let go of your fucking baggage when you're, you know, walking in and you're, you just got rear-ended or whatnot. And, you know, what I mean, and you're just like, you gotta, like, you gotta learn how to do all this stuff. And yeah. it's, not just like some people will come to my class for like a month and they're like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go kind of on my own now. And I was like, go, go right ahead. Like after a month, but go right ahead. And usually they come back two months later and they're like, oh, this is, I still need so much work. And I was like, I told you just stick it out for a period of time Mm -hmm. to where you can build the momentum in yourself that you feel like, wow, I'm really gaining something here. Yeah. Because I compare it always to an athlete. Like, look at LeBron James. You think LeBron James just was born like that? Mm -hmm. He worked his ass off to be the best basketball player in the world. He worked his tail day and night. Night, yeah. That's what I say. Before practice, practice, after practice, he's practicing. Yeah. You're going to have to master something if you want to be the best at it. If you want, you want to be respected and you want people to go, wow, that's um, like, that's an amazing performance. Mm-hmm. you got to put your all into that. you got to take it seriously. Yeah. It's not about, you know, having the right lighting for your self tape and <laughs> memorizing a bunch of lines. Yeah. What, what do these lines mean to you? Yeah. What are you right. where is it coming from? What have you created? What's the backstory for this person that you've built? If you don't get any of that information, like, you know, this is the, problem a lot of actors have is they're like I don't know what to do when I get that stuff yeah and plus too like you know saying about like practicing and and all of that like just I know I've been in a lot of classes that um I I kind of feel like I'm the best one in the class you know sometimes and I don't like that feeling like sure it, it feels good to you know know that you're doing a good job but it's like I get frustrated because I'm working with brand new actors and they're not giving me what I need, but I have to stop and remind myself, I'm still working that actor muscle. I'm still practicing. I'm still getting a lot out of this, you know? Yeah. And you might be, you might book a job and work with an actor. That's not going to give you anything. Exactly. I mean, I have so many crazy stories about that. (laughs) I, I mean, one show in particular that I worked on for a while, I can't name it was not connected to the actor playing my husband at all. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would walk onto the set and he barely talked to me. Yeah. And yet here we are doing these scenes where our son's getting, you know, taken away and all this stuff's happening. And off the set, off the screen, I was like, this guy, I don't even know who he is. Yeah. No connection at all. Oh you know? And so you as the actor 
this is why like, you know, your inner work is so important because I didn't need him. Mm -hmm. I had my substitutional choice and what I needed from him in every scene. And so what I was going after was, what do I need from the person in my life? And I'm just going to block you out. And I'm just looking, I'm just going to focus and visualize on who that person is and what I need from them and why. And you could put anybody there. Yeah. You know, and, but at the same time, working the muscle a lot will allow me to listen to him. Mm -hmm. I've, I've, it's not like you're not listening. It's not like I'm listening to him. I'm I'm looking at him. I'm observing everything about him, but the need is not, it's not because of him. Like I'm not like trying to get it from him. I'm trying to get it from the person I put inside him. Yeah. 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 So, but it's really interesting. I love that. That's really good advice. Like, you know, for when people are in a scene with someone that they don't feel like they're getting what they need from them. Yeah. I like that approach. And that's, you know, you have to work at that. That's not like, it sometimes takes people months to learn how to do that Mm -hmm. and how to, they're like, Raquel, well, I see that. I see, I see John and, you know, Rick is the guy that I'm thinking, but I still see John. So how am I supposed to do that? And, you know, I do a lot of visualizations in my class, Mm -hmm. a lot of imagination exercises. I think that's like super important. Mm -hmm. Like I, I just feel imagination exercises can really lock you into a place and an environment like my actors will um we've been working on self tapes for the last month and so i i I have them close your eyes and visualize the place right before you do your self tape just take two set two minutes close your eyes visualize the place what temperature where is it at how do you feel about it can you see where things are where's the person you know person's there okay you know do you notice stuff around this place and can you can you relate create an inner object of a place that's familiar to you so that you open your eyes and you have a connection to the space around you you know it's really grounding Mm -hmm. I feel like to do that and and, it's so important. and just let go then once you're getting ready to do everything just have some fun it, it, like that's I think a lot of actors go well I do all this work and what am I supposed to do with it and I say you let it go yeah and they're like then why am I doing it I, because it's in you yeah you're creating the memories yeah you're creating the existence of everything that you're talking about. Yeah. Right. So whatever you're talking about in your scenes, your, your sides, you create it, create, like if you say, well, last week when we were at that hotel, create the memory of the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Give yourself a true. So Raquel would think, what hotel do I know? I know the hotel room. Oh yes. That hotel that I was at, blah, blah, blah. So when I say, remember last week when we were at the hotel, I've got the memory of that hotel in my, my Mm -hmm. brain. I'm Mm -hmm. saying it. I'm speaking truth. Yeah. Instead of just, well, that's what it says on the page. So I have to say, remember when that last week when we were at that hotel. Yeah. It has no meaning to you. So you got to create the meaning behind these, you know, certain things in the script that, you know, you want to make that have some type of meaning for you. Yeah. It's called inner object. I, I always teach that. It's like super, it's so important. Yeah. And so so it's like the most important because if you don't have time to do anything else, throw in what you need from that person, some inner objects, 
and you know uh, your moment before and you're off on a running start. Yeah. Yeah. Cause especially like once it really is ingrained in you, like it, it then becomes so much more natural. Like I remember being in a class one time, I did a scene with my partner and you know, we had like rehearsed like a little bit, like during a break in a class, like we didn't get to really like rehearse outside of class or anything, but we, then we put it on and we were just both sitting the whole time. I think maybe he stood up once or whatever. And it just felt so like, like it was just like we were doing it on a stage that wasn't really, you know, it wasn't genuine. And so we just kept performing it over and over. The teacher was like, just keep doing this. Okay. Just change up the blocking, do this. And she would just, we'd do it over and over and she would change one little thing. And it eventually evolved to this thing where we were walking around the whole room. I'm following him. And like, I could hear it coming out of my mouth thinking like, this sounds real. Like this is, it finally doesn't sound like I'm acting like this just sounds real. Like this could be in the movie, you know? So yeah, it's like once it's really ingrained in you, once you do that work and that prep, then it just kind of comes out. Like you said, let it go. (laughs) Yeah. I let it go. You gotta be in the moment. It's so fun. Isn't it? Yeah. Like are in that moment and you get done with a scene and you're like, I don't even know what I just did. Yeah. And you're not even thinking about the lines at that point. Like, yeah. Yeah. The lines will come to you. I mean, I know, listen, memorization is, it's, you know, it's a bugger, but it's, it's our job. Mm -hmm. So you have to learn to master it, you know, record your lines. I always tell people, get quick record, record your lines, listen to them while you're on a hike, listen to them while you're driving in your car, listen to them over and over and over and over again, you know, and say your lines fast, sing your lines, say your lines slow, write your lines out. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's so many ways that you can just learn it. I mean, for me now, it's just, it's been such a part of my life for so many years Mm -hmm. that I can just, I pick up scripts and I'm just like, I just, it just, it just soaks in. Yeah. 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 Ah, that's so, that's that's, fun. It's fun Fun. when you can like get that to that point too. You're not stressing about it. Yeah. Um, And you know, I've been, I did, I directed my first project um, with a girl that, so funny we were neighbors for so long and we were I was just gonna get into that so yeah Kat we had her on the show we love her she actually introduced us to you yes. and that's um and I yeah I wanted to hear about Elisa's Almost 30 which was your directorial debut it was right? it was yeah. tell us uh, about um how you two met and you were able to then step into the director's chair on it. Yeah, which is so funny because I never, like, I never anticipated that. I never sought that out to be a director. <laughs> Same with the coach. I never sought that out. Yeah. My friend was like, you're going to be a coach. And I was like, no. She's like, yeah, you are. I want you to teach in my school. And finally, here I am, you know, almost <laughs> 10 years ago. So um, she, Kat was my neighbor and it was living next door to her with my boyfriend at the time and my boyfriend and her husband like would talk about golf all the time and we would just stand there we'd never really even talk I don't know why I had no <laughs> idea when I ended up breaking up with my boyfriend and moving out and he's having a conversation with her about this small like short script that she wrote which was at the time 13 pages and he said well why don't you have Raquel direct it and she's like, I never even thought of something like that. He goes, I'm guaranteed you should be so good at it. And I'd been coaching at that time for like, I think seven years. Mm-hmm. So it, coaching is very much like being a director. It's, it's very similar. Yeah. And so she called me and I was like, 
that's interesting. I never even thought about doing something like that, but yeah, let's meet. Yeah. We'll talk. I read the script and I was like, can we elaborate on some of this stuff? Like, can we add some serious stuff in there? And, you know, so then we evolved the script into her because she's actually adopted mm-hmm. and right. she's adopted into a, a predominant white family. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's put that in the script. Yeah. Like you're a Latino girl adopted by a white family. Like that can bring some relativity to this mm-hmm. and some seriousness right. to a funny situation. But you know, now there's something for people to learn and to gain from it. Yeah. And then this 13 page script evolved into like a 26 page script. And we started talking and I was like, yeah, I'll do this. And I had no, <laughs> I didn't know how to direct. <laughs> like, I knew but how, but I did, but I knew what yeah. I, I knew my visions. I right. didn't know the technical side of directing. Mm-hmm. So when I say I didn't know the verbiage, I didn't know any of the verbiage. And the first night of shooting the DP and the cameraman are asking me all these like questions. And I was like, I don't know, but I want her to come in this way. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was like, is it a push? Is it a pull? And I'm like, well, what's the difference? Yeah. You know, and he's like, pull is when the camera follows her from the eye. Push is when we push her forward. I was like, okay, I'm starting to get it. So thank God for the people that were, you know, the crew and 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 the cameraman and the DPs and all that on this project, because they really, they helped me with that. Mm-hmm. They helped me learn about that, you know, stuff that I needed to know. Um, I had to do a crash course and how to build a shot list and all that stuff. Yeah. But it was a really great opportunity. We got amazing people and I am super proud of it. And we had just re- like, I, I, the universe opens up when you want something and it brings people, it just drops them in your lap when you just like keep your creativity flowing. Yeah. And we just knew what we wanted. And uh, I just knew acting wise what I wanted and I wasn't settling for you know, just somebody that had a name or this or that. I really wanted to see their acting ability. And we ended up getting some really great people. Um, Man and Matthews, that's like a really huge TikToker, is phenomenal in it. Um, of course, Kat is funny as hell. We've got um, Ryan Carnes, who's so dreamy and such a great actor and has worked, you know, on a ton of stuff. Salita Ebanks, who is a sports illustrated swimsuit model and an actress and she's dropped dead gorgeous and great to work with. Yeah. We just have yeah. really amazing people. And amazing. it, it just, it just worked. It all came together, you know, and we're, we're tweaking it and shopping it right now. We've, you know, we've had our ups and downs with it. Of course. Trust me. Of course. It's unbelievable editor. We've got, we got an editor from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, wow. Who, <gasps> Loved Love that show. Introduced us to Jeff Schaefer. Like we, we, I had a, I didn't even know who he was. I had a conversation with him on the phone for like 45 minutes. He's talking all about our project. And I got off the phone. I was like, who was that? And he's like, only the co-creator of Seinfeld. And I was like, <laughs> why are you guys not telling me these things? Right. Oh my God. I'm so stupid right now, but oh, it worked out. Yeah. But we just got really I want to say it was luck, but I don't think it was luck. I just think it was, we just really believed in ourselves mm-hmm. and believed in the project that we had. And, and this is what came to us. And, 
So, you know, it's still in progress. We've been shopping it and we've got, we, we were going to fill all the like holes that we had. Cause once we edited the pilot, we had like different holes that we had to do pickup shots and mm-hmm. which was going to cost us a bunch more money. And we were like, let's just put a sizzle reel together and try to shop that with our deck and the script and, you know, if, and get money. Cause yeah. they're going to want to yeah. anyway. Exactly. That's the so thing. I yeah. put money into it, you know, but it turned into a really great project and it yeah. taught me a lot. It opened up my eyes to directing. I definitely want to continue doing that. I think it's it's a really, really like creative opportunity for me. And it also has opened up my eyes so much deeper into the acting. Yeah. And I, I love too what you said that like, you know, you don't want to say it's luck. It's in, it's not luck. It's that energy that you're putting out. It's like the law of attraction kind of thing. You know, you put out that energy and other people are going to feel that and they're going to want to work with you and like work well together you know you find that right group of people makes all the difference yeah because luck is just focus and opportunity when they come together and that's all it is it's like you you know you got to be ready for it Mm -hmm. whatever it is whatever it is what I mean I don't even care if it's to meet your you know the man of your dreams (laughs) or the woman of your dreams you got to be you got to be ready and open and available for the opportunity Mm -hmm. to come through so you know timing is it's important. It's important to, to take the time to get to know yourself and what, you know, like we talked about in the beginning to bring it all the way back around to what, what do I like? What do I want? What values do I have? And I don't want to be afraid of being that person. I might not be able to please everybody, but the people that are supposed to be in my life are going to be. And the situations and opportunities are going to come because I'm being true to me. Yeah. And that's- I love that. Absolutely. No, and I, I feel like, yeah, even Tessa and I, like, on the show getting to, I feel like we've we've been putting ourselves out there for so long, but now, like, we get amazing connections, like yourself, to, to like, come together and share. And I feel like that, too, is why, you know, don't hide your projects. Like, really be open and, and share and share and, like, you'll you'll get a sense of who you can attract and and bring a part of the team pretty quickly i think that's why you get like amazed like you know we find amazing talent and and like you said like wasn't luck it's like i'm sure you were open you were sharing you were connecting and it all just starts to oh oh, i know this person like that's yeah that's what i've learned the real networking you know that's well yeah when you have a project that you really believe in that you really trust, mm-hmm. you're not afraid to go and ask somebody for a favor mm-hmm. or ask somebody, Hey, can you do this for me? Or would you do this? And, you know, because you believe in it, like, right. that's what I'm saying with you guys and the funding, sh- no shame. Yeah. No yeah. shame at if you believe wholeheartedly in your project. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the first thing you got to say, do I believe in this? Do I really, really, really believe in this? And I know it can be successful. Yes. Then you know what? I am effing reaching out to everyone. Yeah. I'm yes. Hey, Gramps, <laughs> can you give 50 bucks? Yeah. Right. And you open it up to this world. So you, you, you sh- allow people to show their belief in you. Even if it's small, it'll all end up coming together. Absolutely. Thank you. Know, you. Because yeah. yeah, you might open that up to family and friends, and that might be, you know, your saving grace. And your family might be, oh yeah, my daughter's doing this 
um, you know, script and she's got this funding and she's telling somebody at the store and that person's like, I want to contribute. And that person might contribute a thousand. Yeah. You don't even know. So you're right. Put your work out there, put your, you know, be, be proud of the work that you're doing and everything that you're doing. Yeah. Because to your point of like, you know, knowing yourself and knowing like that journey of like confidence there with sharing your project. If you feel like, again, you don't know if you feel like you can't share it, then maybe it isn't ready. Like maybe you really need to dig in deeper and get it together, get the tools. But like, well, like us, when we've done the work, we've done all the pitch videos and decks, all of that. It's like, we believe, we know we've, we've hounded it. And that's, what's so great. Now we're just excited. We're like, guys, yeah, send the money. <laughs> we're doing. Yeah. Like, I, I, who just, I think it was maybe my mother said to me, she goes, what you got going on this week? And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, and I thought about it and I was like, wow, I really have a lot going on this week. And I, I'm, you know, I'm still working with Kat on Elise's Almost 30. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a real comprehensive for actors. Kat and I decided to do a real comprehensive because back in the day I used to do the real comprehensives for actors where I would, I found a way to make building reels for actors inexpensive because these people were charging like $1,500 for a scene or two scenes. And I was like, that's astronomical. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. well, if you get... 10 actors and we kind of pair them with each other according to what they need. And then we film half of the scenes. It takes half of the time and they can pay half of the money instead mm-hmm. of paying, you know, 1500 bucks. It's like 800 bucks. Yeah. So Kat was like, can we please do that? You know, cause I did it six years ago and she was like, well, can, can we do that again? And I'm like, oh God, that was a lot of work. But yeah. so we're doing that again. <laughs> a course for actors, which oh, I'm now proud about. But it's been such a labor of love because, I mean, it truly is going to be amazing. It's called the business of acting. It's a business of acting course for actors. And it like literally. Finally. <laughs> Can we just say finally? <laughs> but it is taking me. Oh my God, maybe it's so far eight months and I'm literally let going, I'm going to finish it by the end of July Yeah, because I, I finished the written part of it 90%, but now I got to film it. I got to put, you know, build it. I got to get market. I got to do all that, but it literally goes over every aspect that actors who are coming out to LA or are new to the business or are feeling stuck or don't know how to get representation or don't know what to do about headshots. How do you build your, your lookbook? How do you get headshots done? Who do you decide on what to do the week before, what to do the day before, what to do the day of, um, what's a good reel, what's a bad reel? How can you film a reel if you have no budget? What can you do if you have a budget? Like I, I'm just doing everything. Yeah. It's like what to do with social media, how to seek representation, how to go after that, how to build your online profiles, like everything, which is amazing. Yeah. You have the different, like, okay. Cause the the thing that pisses me off in a course is that when it's like, okay, yeah, you need these headshots, this courses get to this class and it's like, okay. And there goes 10 grand. What if I, what do I, do I just then now have to like 
work. Holy moly, should I be yeah. charging 10 grand? I was going to charge 350. <laughs> I should charge 10 grand? No, but no, I'm just saying like in the courses themselves, when I don't, however, like let's say your, your course, yeah, is already like a grand or two grand. And then right. everything you're advising is more. Yeah. more. Right. So I love that you're like, okay, let's say you can't afford that. Here's no, what you can do because it's like, I've been there. It's like, why yeah. am I paying for this course to tell me that I don't have the funds to do anything? <laughs> Great. Thank exactly. you so much. I've like, and really what appreciate that. Start with. Like, where do we, you know, you're coming yeah. into everybody and you're like, okay, I know I want to be an actor. I, I, I took, you know, college acting uh, drama in college. Here I am. What do I do? So it's like, well, just, you know, takes first get some training, you know, some more training here. Yeah. And, you know, you can make it work for you. It's like, it doesn't have to be a, it has to happen now. Take your time. Yeah. yeah. Take your time. Don't take too much time, <laughs> but take your time yeah. in, in building, you know, a good, a good base for yourself. And it's going to take oh, yeah. time anyway. Like, yeah. even if you just literally did everything right off the bat, like, it's going to yeah. take time it's anyway. Take so, time. yeah, you might as well take the time to put the work in while the dive is happening anyway. Yeah, absolutely. What you, you guys are doing is, it's awesome. And I encourage every actor to go out there and create their own content, start a podcast. If you don't have money to go to a class, get your friends together and read a play in your house. Get together and, you know, pull scripts or scenes from the internet and, you know, have somebody be the director and you two do the scene and then rotate. Mm -hmm. You know, there are ways to do things without money. Yeah. 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 Right. I, so when you're in that stage, you can do, you can be creative. You don't need every you know you don't need all this money to be creative yeah but when you do get to that place where you do want to start creating a career out of it you have to put your money into it mm-hmm. yeah, i mean so I you spend, have to invest in I, ins- I invest thousands of dollars on my career every year yeah thousands that's like i mean i'm part of all the platforms i pay for all that stuff because it, this is my career this is my job yeah i will put the energy into getting my headshots and getting good headshots and paying somebody to do my reel and all this stuff, because I'm at that stage right now where that's important to me. Right. You know, and, but, you know, I always say, write it down, write everything down that you want to do. Everything down. On a piece of paper. With some pen. <laughs> on a piece of paper, right? Write it down. Don't put it, you know, in the ether. Yeah. Write it down and then go through it and go, and I have my actors do this in class too. What's the most important thing to me right now? Mm-hmm. That. Yeah. Okay. Now transfer that and say, how do I make that happen? Yeah. Well, I got to do this, 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 and this. Okay. Now take the time to just mark those things off. And when you get that marked off, go over to the next thing and go, I could do that, that, and that, and pull those things over. I so you're not that. overwhelming yourself. Yeah. Right. Right. Steps, baby. Yes. Take those baby steps and that helps build you your confidence. Yeah, yeah. In yourself. Absolutely. I can get very overwhelmed if I let myself. I have to. And what I'm Girl. teaching everything that I practice for myself, yeah. you know, what's worked for me over the exactly. last 30 years. So yeah. 
So you can follow um, me personally, Raquel Gardner official on Instagram, uh, Raquel Gardner, I'm on IMDb, Raquel Gardner on TikTok, Raquel Gardner on Facebook, <laughs> on Cameo, I'm on oh. Cameo as well. Um, yeah, and uh, the Actors Mark, which is my coaching, is the Actors Mark on Instagram. I have a website, the Actors Mark um facebook youtube there's a lot of really fun videos on youtube and yeah i mean that's really i'm trying to think is there anywhere else i mean i'm all over (laughs) she's easy to find guys (laughs) not hard to find yeah and if you want to email me about any type of coaching or anything it's raquel at theactorsmark.com perfect perfect thanks for listening to fem regard podcast If you like what you hear, tune in every Friday for more tips on the filmmaking business and insightful conversations with industry professionals. We can only grow with your support, so please subscribe, share, rate, and review. You can also join the FemFam on Patreon. For more on us, check us out at femregard.com. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.